Hi folks, welcome to episode 97 of our Run Club, the podcast. Um, today we're talking about kind of an interesting topic, I think. I think it's, it, it's a wide-ranging topic. It truly is. Because you could, I mean, we're going to talk about advancements in running. Yeah, advancements in running, um, things that make running easier or better mm -hmm. or more improved. Yeah. You know. It could be things like technology. Right. Like uh, coaching techniques. Knowledge, right? Knowledge. Yes. Um, could be like gear. Right. Bunch of stuff. Tons of things that we could talk about. Right. A whole pile of things. Yeah. A whole pack of things. And now I've been running for 20 years-ish. 20, how old am I? 35. You're 35. So probably about 20 years. Maybe a little bit more than that. Yeah. I've been running a little bit longer than that. Things have changed over those when I think back to when I first now. started, oh my lord, the yeah. things, right? Just everything, everything has has changed except for the running. And so, well, no, the running has changed too. Um, when you say that, what do you mean by the running has changed? <clears throat> Isn't running just running? Well, I mean, I think we could start off by saying that we just know a lot more about running, yep. running technique, running form, mm -hmm. right? Um, we know a little bit more about running and how it affects us um, physically, mm -hmm. physiologically. Ooh, I was going to say that word. Right? That's a big word. Yeah. Um, so there's just so much more that we know. And, you know. That's true, man. That when knowledge I, has yeah. helped us. When I first started running, didn't really think about that stuff. No, no. me, I didn't either. Mostly because I was in high school. Yeah, I was in junior high school. But I always ran before that. You know, just I just ran. Yep. Ran to school sometimes, just because I liked it, and uh, ran around, you know, the ball field. Mm -hmm. When were you, how old were you when you first realized that like those uh, things actually happen? Like running makes you more fit. Mm. Well, I guess maybe when I did youth sports, uh, we we would do um, we would run to warm up. We would run to um, you know. Uh, sprints to warm up mm -hmm. and we would do different drills like say for instance basketball or football or baseball to yeah. warm up and to strengthen us and to develop our um, our fitness um, we didn't like doing it actually initially you know doing drills and stuff like yeah. that um, yeah I feel like a lot of other sports use running as like a punishment yeah I remember um, running like like youth football and we'd like if you were goofing off the coach would tell you to take a lap Take a lap. I discovered at the, during those moments that I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I had, I, like I'm goofing off all practice. I've had, I, yeah, I would have football a football uniform on, and I would go take a lap, and it would be like, hey, this is kind of cool, and it was all right, and I could do it, and it didn't really, you know, didn't really bother me. I was like, it's not so bad. Yeah, it's not, I'll take like, two laps if you want right, me coach, to. Coach. Yeah, let me get three in. Let me get three laps. Um, so, so, so I don't know if I answered your question, but I guess early on I realized that we were doing this running for a reason. Right. And it was supposed to strengthen us and make us more fit. Right. While we were running on a, like, say, a field or a court, you know. Yeah. So maybe, like, when I was, you know, just a wee lad, kid. Just a wee lad. Yeah. I probably have the same, same thing. I didn't do football, but I did, like, basketball and baseball and stuff. Mm -hmm. Same deal. So, like, 
running didn't start until maybe like middle school, high school, like maybe eighth grade, ninth grade, mm-hmm. I think for me. Yeah. Eighth grade for sure. Because I remember... Like formally start running? Yeah, like I was on a cross-country team. I think it was eighth grade. Yeah. I was a Junior high for me was seventh, eighth, and ninth. Yeah. Uh, and I remember eighth grade was when I, you know... That was it. Yeah. Yeah. And I've mentioned on the podcast before, uh, I had actually a youth football coach who said, you know, you should try cross-country running because, mm-hmm. you know, you can seem to be able to do this uh, with relative ease here mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you have the wind in you, man. You know, you looks like you have some stamina, so give yeah. it a try. You got stamina and bricks for hands. So uh, yes. go, go for a run, Ken. Yeah. <laughs> but, so. but, I mean, when I think back to it, I mean, just like at the time, we would wear pretty much any shoe that we had. <laughs> right. You know yep. what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. Um, certainly, um, in my day and age, you had a, a, a Adidas and, and, and you had Nike. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were putting out shoes. Nike was just a, a small company at the time, just starting out. But that's, that's but if you look at those shoes, I look at those shoes, what we had then compared to what we have now, it's like, oh my Lord. I know, right? There wasn't much cushion on those. No. Uh, so um, for me, I'd start right from the you know ground and work my way up. Footwear, hugely, um, huge, huge advancements. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I look at like the throwback shoes. Yep. I was just in a store this past weekend with my son, and uh, I was looking at some of the Nike throwback shoes. I'm like, oh, man, we used to run in those. <laughs> I couldn't run in those things right now. Isn't I mean, that things, funny? Yeah, I mean, like, as far as a cushion, mm-hmm. and uh, um, the cushion has changed so much. So much softer, more absorbent, supportive, uh, lightweight. Durable. Durable. Um, it's like, like a strip of hard foam with a rubber tread on it. Yeah. It's, and the, yeah, and then the, the uppers were um, really heavy. There was um, s- like leather and suede, and mm-hmm. you know it was really hot on your foot, heavy. And like nowadays, it's just—it's like wearing nothing on your foot. Yeah, most shoes are lighter, like you know, as light as a feather. Lighter um, than the box they come in. I know it's crazy. Um, it so footwear has changed so much, and has made uh, running—I wouldn't say easy, but easier, easier—and the experience. Um, a lot nicer, mm-hmm. you know, than wearing bricks on your feet. Yeah, isn't it crazy though that some of that those uh, shoes are now like classics? Oh yeah, or like a heritage line. Yep, it's like when yeah. we listen to B one hundred and one here, you know. I know. Now I'm hearing tunes from like the nineties, and they're oldies. They're considered oldies. They're considered oldies, which is ridiculous. It, it it is ridiculous. Um, Same thing with shoes, man. You same get some oldies. Something, Around yeah, exactly. Like you look at um, some of the um, throwback shoes from every major brand that's been around for a, a while, um, and it's like, wow, holy moly! Yeah, things have come quite, quite the distance. Oh yeah, I mean, for me, I don't think it was. <clears throat> I don't think any of my shoes have become classics just no. yet. Nope. No, but um, the materials have improved for sure. So like. We ha- did have some of the like nylon, like mesh uppers and things. Yeah. Um, and those have gotten so much better. Like the uppers have, there's no like seams on the uppers anymore. Right. There's like, um, so there's no like irritation points where you get like blisters and stuff. Yeah. Yep. There's like, 
the mesh is like super breathable. Yeah, there's no there are no overlays. Right. Um, you know, which can can uh, you know um, shoe isn't going to breathe uh, as mm -hmm. as nicely. Uh, it makes the shoe heavier. Right. If there's if the overlays were you know they were stitched on, you do you have the seams and yeah. stitching on the inside and you know yeah exactly I mean, little friction points and so yeah none of that now all gone. You put it on and it's like woo you know and some of these shoes are like socks on top. Like yeah. I have a pair of New Balance ten eighties. Yeah. It's like a sock. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a sock. Putting a sock on with a ton of cushioning under yeah. the foot. Yeah. So footwear, definitely Dude. number one. I say keep it coming with the improvements. Have you seen some of these like racing shoes they got these days? It's bananas. Yeah, with the carbon fiber plates and uh, I mean ridiculous those ridiculous foams that are ridiculous like, foams. Like putting springs on your feet. Yeah, they like had to put in rules to right. make sure you couldn't like you cheat even more. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Like, like, yeah, you're cheating with your footwear. You know. That's it. Is it cheating though, or would it just be like using what you got? Using what you got, you know, using, I, well, I mean, you know, you can debate about it. You can debate it. Sure, you can, but mm -hmm. um, I don't know. That's for another podcast, I think. It's for another podcast, for yeah. But, I mean, using the technology and the know-how and, mm -hmm. you know. If it's out there, you may as well it. put it on your foot. Right. You know? And if every, if every brand is doing it, yeah. man, everyone is wearing something like that when they're in a racing situation, then... You know, maybe it's a level playing field. Don't maybe. know. Don't yeah. know. Yeah, but it yeah. is. It's definitely worth worth a debate. Agreed. Um, then I go on from shoes. Yeah. Socks. I was gonna say. You know. Speaking of blisters and things. Right. I mean, I mean Louise. We pretty much. I mean, we were wearing tube socks. The classics. Oh huh? uh, yes, or Classic tubes. Right, or we were wearing. If if there was a running specific sock, it was probably more than likely cotton. Yep. And for running situations. Cotton used to be the jam back in the day. I know. I know. Cotton was it. Because it was comfortable and it is nice and comfortable, but it doesn't wick moisture. So it holds on to moisture. It holds on to moisture. So it's for a different, you know, you wear those casually, but not mm -hmm. for like sports or something like that. But that's what we were using. Yeah. And that goes for any of our apparel, right? I mean, our apparel initially, you know, when I started out in junior high school, I was wearing like cotton gym shorts with a little piping. You know, nice. a uniform, red, but with like white piping. Ooh, I mean, yeah. Man. I mean, you this could, like you could like... imagine. Yeah, and um, it was cotton, and I mean, that was like, it was heavy. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it didn't wick moisture or anything like that. You know, so it just like stuck to you. Yeah. Can imagine. Yeah, and then we we got a little bit more advanced. Like by the time I got yeah. to high school, we were wearing running running shorts. Yeah. Did you know, they that have were... like running socks at that point? Um. They did, but like I think, really honestly, my running socks I believe were cotton, as far as I knew. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe there was some. I think there might have been some, you know, synthetic materials that were used mm -hmm. um, that were more moisture wicking. But I think initially the running socks, you know, running sock was basically a low cut sock. It was like know? a tube sock without the tube. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty much what I, yeah. you know, remember. And uh, yeah, and actually, some people didn't even wear socks. I didn't wear socks for the longest time. Dude, I tried that a couple times when I was in high school, and yeah. it was a nightmare. I tried it, I just, you know, like, shaved my foot apart. I tried it as an adult just to see what it was like because I used to do it. I used to race that way. I used to train that way for a, for a while, and 
It never bothered me, but it was a really bad experience as an adult. Yeah. But socks have come a long way. Apparel has come a long way. All the moisture wicking uh, materials that we have nowadays are mm -hmm. beautiful. Yeah. You know, lightweight. Yeah. And just comfortable. Um, wick, wicking moisture away from your body mm -hmm. um, is a good thing. Yeah. Even like winter gear. Like if we want to talk about like winter, oh, dude, let's get into winter it. gear. I mean, you can go out and you know be totally ready for like <clears throat> really cold temperatures, and you're not that much heavier than like shorts you know, and a t-shirt. Shorts and a t-shirt, yeah. right? Exactly. I mean, yeah. you got all these like great fabrics. Some of these like <clears throat> materials that move moisture actually heat up with moisture. Right. So like the garments like super lightweight but so warm. Yeah. And I have these jackets that um, are super thin, lightweight, like nylon material that are like so toasty, mm -hmm. but breathable. So yeah. like I could wear them in so many like ranges of temperatures, just layer like a short sleeve under it when it's a little warmer, put a long sleeve under it if it's a little colder, yeah. and then like a long sleeve and a half zip under it when it's really cold, yeah. and boom, done. Yeah, it's great. And like then, a tiramisu. Exactly. I'm layered up. You're layered up. You know? But, you know, you're not really in heavy layers. I mean, again, yeah. I remember we, we used to wear like cotton hoodies and sweatpants. Heavy. Heavy. Heavy, cotton. heavy, heavy. Yeah. Uh, and, ooh, if that's, it were like... Oh, dude, if you get sweating in that thing... You get sweating in that, you're, you're just... still cold. <clears throat> it's ridiculous. With the water... Freeze right on you. Yeah, like... And if no, it were thanks. like just raining, if it was like a cold, like the, your favorite, a oh, cold, rainy no. day... I don't want to right? think about it. It's ridiculous. But I remember when Gore-Tex, Gore-Tex was a thing. You know, we heard this, you know, we used to read about it in like uh, Runner's World magazine, you know, this... Gore-Tex material that was coming out and was being used and like, yeah, I mean, it was like, wow, what is this? You know, check this out. And it was like, whoa, holy moly. Holy moly. I mean, it was a, a game changer, you know, because it would keep you dry, mm -hmm. but it would also allow, you know, heat to be released. Yeah. Um, so it was really, and it was lightweight. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I remember, like initially when it came out, a lot of the, like that material um, was, it was kind of cold to the skin, you know, the cold to the touch and then, but they lined it and. Um, nowadays, mm -hmm. you know, all that material that you get and you use for cooler weather, yeah. it feels comfortable. It is you know comfortable, I mean? yeah. Some of it even has a cottony kind of feel, which is a softer kind of feeling, which is nice. Yeah. Um, and they so. still have Gore-Tex around, <clears throat> man. Still cranking. Great stuff. And we use it Good in stuff. like everything. Pants, tops, uh, shoes, mm -hmm. you know, gloves, mm -hmm. hats. Yeah, but winter it. running, that's like the jam. I think it's, I mean, that's like, talk about an advancement. Yeah. Mr. Gore right. knew what he was talking about. Yes, Mr. Tex. Mr. Tex? Yeah. Was that maybe that was his name? Gore-Tex. Gore-Tex. Mr. Gore. Oh, hi, Gore. Gore, what's going on? Call me Tex. Call me Tex. <laughs> so. Ah, oh, goodness. So, yeah, Gore-Tex. <clears throat> um, and then, like, some of the, like, polyester, other polyesters that they use on, say, like, more summer gear are really good at moving moisture, keeping you dry. Same thing with the winter stuff. Yeah. But the way the way it works, so just real quick, cotton that you were running in, yeah. really good at holding on the moisture, right? So like when I get out of the shower, I dry off with a cotton towel. Yeah. So it holds on to moisture. Yes. Right? That's the last thing you want your clothes to do, especially your socks. 
So what you do, you get that moisture away. Mm -hmm. So if you were to put, say, a drop of water <clears throat> on a cotton t-shirt, that drop stays like real small. Yeah. If you were to put it onto a polyester blend, like an athletic fabric, that drop whoo, spreads out across the garment mm -hmm. and allows it to dry quicker. Right. It'll evaporate quicker. It'll evaporate quicker. Yep. Great stuff. Yeah. If you want to see it in action, like the, the theory behind it, put a drop of water on your counter. Just leave it there. See how long it takes to dry. And then do that same amount of water, spread it across the counter. I bet it dries quicker, Ray. Yeah, I bet, I bet you're right. Right? Yes, indeed. So those fabrics, <clears throat> they work, man. And yeah. they work good. You want to move away from clothing? Yeah, let's move on to something else. Let's talk a little bit about some of the training stuff. Yes. So I know back in the day when I was being coached, um, I never really thought about that stuff. I'm not going to lie. So Initially, like in high school, college. Yeah. I mean, college I thought about a little bit, but in high school I didn't really think about it. Yeah. I kind of just did what the coach said. Just listen to what the coach says. Right. Yeah. Did your coach have like a specific method or training, like a Jack Daniels type of coach or a Lidgard um, type of coach, or was it just like? I mean, I think you. I don't know that you could pin it to like say Jack Daniels or Hal Higdon or some mm -hmm. you know an actual coach. But you, mm -hmm. I, you knew he had knowledge. Yeah. He was reading. You know, you knew mm -hmm. he was talking. He was talking some serious stuff. Yeah. Sometimes you didn't question it. Or if you started sure. questioning it, you know, um, there was there was method behind it. Right. It wasn't just go out there, send you out there. Like when I compare him, my high school coach to my junior high school coach, big difference. My junior high school coach, it was more like, yeah, you know, go go run for half an hour, mm -hmm. you know. And we weren't right. as serious then. Um, you know, there was no like emphasis on like, you know, there was fart like running maybe, but not much on like hills or speed or right. tempo and that kind of stuff. But high school coach, mm -hmm. he he knew, you know, that there was method behind it. Right. He was building you up and he was working on your fitness. Mm -hmm. um, and it was very important to, you know, do your summer mileage, get your, get your base. Build the and base. Then, and then he starts fine-tuning. You knew he was doing something. And it was, right. you know, it worked because we, we worked hard and um, we, we excelled we, as a team and as individuals. Yeah. I found kind so. of the same thing. So, like, when I was in junior high school, <clears throat> it was basically just go run. Yeah. Right? So, like, yep. my coach wasn't really a coach. He was more like a gym teacher. Right. Um, I remember we used to get two liter bottles of soda if we did a great job and win the race. A little positive reinforcement. Yeah, a, little, a lot of positive reinforcement, dude. I think I ran the fastest yeah. I've ever run in middle school, loaded with two liter bottles of soda. Would you like a Fanta? No. <laughs> yeah, but it was like, okay, this guy, he's just like a gym and, and, and it was great for him to be there. Exactly. It was very nice of him to yeah. do what he did. Introducing you to the sport. Some things and right. We got a bunch of soda. It was great. Um, but in high school, Coach um, Tatro and Bragi, they knew what they were doing. Yes. You know, so like um, what I really liked about those coaches is it was tr they tried to instill that running could be like a lifelong experience, you know? Yeah. It That's wasn't, good. Plant it, those seeds early right. because it can be. And Yes, it has benefits, and it can go with you, mm -hmm. right? Lifelong. Yeah, and, and that's why I think when I went to college, I chose where I, 
I didn't choose where I went based on running because I wasn't that fast, but it was more like I could go to two different schools and I chose the one where the coach kind of had that same philosophy and that the programs that I was going for were like top notch um, in terms of actual education, you know, like yes. learning things. Right. Um, but the coach had the same philosophy where it wasn't like pound out 100 mile weeks all the time and then yeah. get burnt out. Um, and so I really like that philosophy of training. What I noticed in college was there was a little bit more like data used to like drive your results. Right. And there seems to be like nowadays, right. Um, the, I think the data driven Mm -hmm. methods or programs, um, really offer up a lot. Yeah. You know, you're really looking at quantitative data and to try mm-hmm. to figure you know to try to improve right right um so like we had coach fuller on not too long ago brian yes and uh i know he uses a lot of uh that type of stuff for his own training and then for coaching his college athletes yep. like um and aaron who's like a super fast dude uses data he probably he probably has like you know a heart rate monitor all the time to track all that stuff. That's another thing that didn't exist. Right. So we're talking, we're talking training methods and knowledge and we can get right into technologies. You know, we're talking about like having the data has improved the knowledge of the coaches to improve results. Mm -hmm. Data driven results. Right. Sounds like corporate business (laughs) speak. Yeah. But it's, it really has, advances i think it has made running you know easier or better you know what i mean it has improved it um for sure Mm -hmm. so i mean even like we were talking like training um even just knowledge about say for instance dynamic warm-ups proper warm-ups and stretching i mean initially we were initially when i first started running it was like you do some real serious Static stretching. Static stretching beforehand, and we've learned that no, nah, not so much. Right. Doing that could create an issue where you could pull a muscle. Mm-hmm. You know, you could because you're stretching cold muscles. Right. Man. Exactly. And now, um, just that knowledge of hey, you do a dynamic warm up. Right. Get your blood flowing. You know, engage your muscles, uh, but not too much where you risk an injury. Mm-hmm. You do your run, and then afterward, you do some static, you know, longer static stretching. Right. A foam rolling. Foam rollers didn't exist. So those those types of things, huge, wow, man. huge as far as like making um, people stronger, more fit, uh, mm-hmm. preventing injuries. Yep. So, yeah. Advancements, uh, man. Advancements. I didn't use a foam roller until I was in physical therapy and, and uh, injured, and uh, <laughs> yeah. physical therapist introduced me to it. And that was, and that was after I had started running after not doing it for years. You know, when I got back into it, when I had my running re- renaissance, basically. Running renaissance. Yeah. And uh, so I learned that, and it's just improved a, a lot of things for me. Helped me be a better runner. A simple foam roller, mm-hmm. which have become so more, much more advanced than just like that, you know, compressible foam. You now know? there's a whole slew of different types of foam rollers. Yeah, you've got little like massage balls that you can use. You've yep. got foam, actual <clears throat> foam rollers. You've got PVC pipe foam rollers. Mm-hmm. All sorts of stuff. Yeah, and I mean. Gosh, vibrating foam rollers yes it's yep. crazy the things they think of yeah and then you have massage 
guns, right? Massage guns. Right. Go get to massage therapy. That wasn't something I did before. Yeah, not me either, you know. Right? So, so like, I mean, what the, What are they going to come up with next, right? What's the next thing? I don't know. I, I don't know like either. robotic running mates? Right. Cool. Especially during this pandemic. <laughs> it's a great idea. Robotic. I just. I think you're on to something. Let's. I'm we glad should. we're recording this because I might, you know, I want to like get this. Right. I don't want to forget this information. Robotic running mates. <laughs> idea number 462. <laughs> but, but Would it talk I, like that? Yeah, yeah. Let's go for a run, Eric. It is time to pick up the pace. You're going too slow, Eric. Oh, uh, this sounds terrible. I know. <laughs> I would hate, I would punch a robotic running mate in the yes. face if it talked like that. I know. Or like if it had a C-3PO kind of voice, it'd be like, oh, irritating. Yeah. Come on, don't preach to me. Come on, get you're out not of supposed here. To, you're supposed to train me. Don't preach to me. So. We should stop talking about robotic running mates so nobody steals our idea. If you steal our ideas, folks, we're going to be very upset. It's true. You'll, so. have, you'll have a lawsuit on your hands. Right. Anyway, we should probably wrap this up. We should right? wrap this up. But you know what? I mean, it just, this is like layers of like an onion, right? Or a tiramisu. Or a tiramisu. There's just so much to talk about here. I mean, right. we could talk about nutrition. We could talk about um, nu nutrition, rest. Um, there's so much. We should definitely talk more about advancements in running. This is my, uh, my wife's idea. I can't take credit for this. Well, that was a good she idea. She said, you should do something like this. And I was like. Dude, she opened up. Not Pandora's box, because that's bad, right? Pandora's but box like a, bad. like a positive Pandora's like box. Like a positive Pandora's box. Yeah, a good Pandora's box. Like so many things. So many good things coming out of this box that have helped runners right. and running and advanced the, the sport and the activity. I think we revisit this topic. I think we should. I don't know about next week, but maybe we do another time. Yeah. Part two. Maybe next week. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. We'll see. Thanks for joining us, folks. Yeah, thank you for tuning in. And remember to keep running because it's good for you. They're the worst because like they uh, they have like a buzz to them. Too. They have a buzz Don't to them, yeah. Buzz? Yeah, they, and they make you look like, you know, you're like pale and pasty. You, me? No, not you, me. I'm just saying people in general. Oh, they make okay. you look, they make... They make everyone look pale and pasty. I thought you meant me specifically. No, not you. You don't look pale and pasty. Hey, by the way, uh, what episode are we on? <laughs>